if your business is over two years old, right? You walk in and you ask for this business credit card. Yeah. You can also ask for a business line of credit at the same time. And it'll be the same inquiry. So you can get two lines of money with one inquiry. From the bank, though? From the same bank, yeah. I imagine <laughs> doing that at two, three banks. So you got a line of credit and you got a credit card. Same inquiry. Here's, here's what I don't understand, though. Okay. For you, who mm-hmm. you have the resources to buy the stuff that you need. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you get all this credit? And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. We find dope people that do dope stuff. Today is no different. We have the business credit king. You ever called yourself that? King, credit and king, business credit king. It just sounds lit. Trademark on the way. Oh, let me get your mic in here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark on the way. Trademark I need a percentage way. of that, okay? You can't yeah. just be still on my IP. <laughs> All right, so, yes, you, um, let's just get straight out the jump because five asked you a question. Um, how many people you funded or how much money in funding did you receive or get for your clients? How much was that? So, in 2021, we did $50 million in funding for our clients. Meaning? You got $50 million worth of credit and funding. Yeah, credit, for loans, clients. lines of credit, the whole shebang. Word? Yeah. Are all of these people who file their taxes regularly? Uh, it's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm getting my stuff together, okay. right? Because, you know, like, who can make money, but you don't be want to pay taxes and all that kind of stuff. But hey. I am a taxpaying citizen, I'll tell you that. Pay taxes is ghetto. It's ghetto. It's ghetto. It's very ghetto. It's very ghetto. I mean, especially, yo, I paid a lot. Like more. Yo, I I paid more taxes than I would have made working at the Cheesecake Factory for like 15 years. Dave. Wild. Dave. Yeah, did I, did I do it wrong? We'll talk offline. No, let's talk right now. I mean, how do you okay? Well, we, what how do you, do, how do you you're not trying to um, defer taxes appropriately or put it into real estate? Here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. Okay. No, I don't have the thing. You tell me the thing. What am I supposed to do? You got like income. So so you get your income. Um, are you putting those income into other assets such as insurance or like real estate reinvested and back into your company? Like I'm doing a lot to make sure I pay as less taxes as possible. So are you ensuring that you're doing the same thing? Yeah. I mean, I do my very best. Okay. All right. And your CPA is giving you advice on. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just now getting a whole, I just got a whole team kind of like in the last year that's yeah. like educating me. I did a conservation easement. You familiar? No. So it's an initiative for the government where to conserve land. Okay. So what they'll do is they'll take this plot of land, figure out how much it's worth, and then people can invest in the purchase of that land. Okay. And you investing in the purchase of the land um, will they give you a big tax break. So it's like like 4X. So let's say you, I don't know, you invest 200000 Right. It might take 800000 off your tax burden. It's a t- conservation easement. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I might add that to the portfolio. That's you a might want to add that's that. That's a good one. Yeah. I didn't know how important um, having a CPA and a tax professional 100%. was until like 
later on. So I was paying heavy in taxes. So I sat there with the right person. I had a networking event. And I found that I was paying too, way too much in taxes. So now I meet up with my tax person every 90 days. So mm-hmm. they, they check the Stripe, the PayPal, the bank account. And they're like, oh, all right. So I, they know what to do in advance. So by the time 2023 comes up, it's already taken care of. I don't even think we introduce your name. My name is Herman Dawson. Okay. All right. I just got into a real soft Yeah, we just went in. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so Herman. Mm-hmm. Um, and Haitian CEO. Haitian CEO on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So, okay. So when you have these conversations with your CPA, what are they about? Um, how much I made mm-hmm. um, and where do I want to put the money? So sometimes I put the money in insurance. Um, life insurance? Yeah, life insurance policies. Right. I hear about that, but yeah. it always seems like... I don't know. It always seems like, I don't know. I feel like I'm being sold on something. You know what I mean? So let me try to sell you then. Okay, let's do it. All right. So say for I make $100,000, right, in profit this month. And I buy a policy. I front load the policy, whole life policy with 100 grand, Mm -hmm. right? So now I put it into an investment that I don't have to pay taxes on. So I take this profit that I'm going to be taxed on and I put it into a life insurance policy. So you can think about it as instead of putting the money in a bank, I put the money into another savings account, which is an insurance policy. Mm. So now I'm not paying taxes on it, right? But her, like you put it into a policy, like hold on. I profit a hundred thousand dollars in a month. I take the whole hundred thousand, let's say, yeah, and I put it into a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. I don't get taxed on a hundred thousand that just came to me. Not nah, because you invested it into an insurance policy. Now, here's a benefit. Here's a wonderful thing about this because this is infinite, infinite banking. You could YouTube it. Yeah, I've heard you of definitely, it. Definitely, you you know, vet me on this one. So now, like, all right, Herm, when I put it into this to this policy, it it does several things. Now you have this policy where it accrues interest over time, right? You're leaving something to your children, right? That hundred thousand can grow in thirty years to probably like a million or two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, what if Herman, I need that hundred? Well, I need eighty thousand. Well, you can go and take it out. You can pull it out as a loan and then you can reinvest it, put it back into whatever you need to and continue to flip the money over and over. You can, okay. You put the hundred into a life insurance policy. Right. And I guess, I'm guessing it has to be the right policy. Correct. It has to be set up correctly. You just yep. can't put it in any policy, but right. you know, my insurance guy is part of my team. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. The, the hundred thousand is there in the policy and it accrues interest. And it accrues interest. But don't you got to pay monthly for the insurance? No, you don't have to pay monthly for the insurance. So say friends like, hey, bro, I got 100 grand. I want to front load this policy. So, okay, I'll write you up a $100,000 policy. Mm-hmm. And I write him a, send him a check, wire the money to him. Word? Yeah. You make money from that? Who, me? Like if I did it, let's say I did it through you. You make money from Oh, that? no, I just, this is just information everybody needs to know. I'm, I'll connect you with my guy. I'm about to get an insurance license. Yeah. Joe, you need to get an insurance license. Yeah. So that you can write me up an insurance policy. And I don't got to, you know what I mean? We make some money off the, me doing it. Okay. He don't get the vision. <laughs> I feel like he don't multiple, get the vision. <laughs> multiple, multiple, multiple streams. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, so right. 100000 that 100000 that I just made, mm-hmm. the government can't tax me on the 100000 right, because it's invested in insurance policy. Because it's invested in insurance yeah. policy. Right. Just remember, think of this policy as a savings account. Yes. Instead of leaving your money in a bank account, put it into a savings, into an insurance account. So you don't have much money in the bank, huh? No, no, no. Banks are mainly used for transactional purposes, not to store money. Got it. 100000 in insurance policy. I can take 80000 out of it as a loan. Yeah. At a certain percentage rate? Yes. It varies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but insurance rate goes to the insurance company, I imagine. Correct. So let's just say I take 80000 out. Mm-hmm. I use the 80000 to go make another 80000 Exactly. I pay the $83,000 back. Back, right. And then I only get it, I'll only get taxed on the 80 something I made that I didn't put into the policy. Correct. Put it back. Or you just keep doing it over and over and over again, right? I consider, like, you know, when they say money is currency, right? Um, money should never stop moving. When money stops moving, you spend it or you pay taxes on it, mm. right? So you got to keep that money moving. So I need an insurance policy. Yeah. Real estate, other things. You got insurance, Father? You be doing that? Yes. yes. Infinite, you be infinite banking? You're an infinite banker? What about you? You're an infinite My banker? You're an infinite banker too? What's wrong with me? Ain't nobody tell me. Joe, you infinite banking? You just found out. Yeah. Good okay. game. All right. That's lit. All right. So, okay, tell me about this 50 million All right. in funding. How do right. people get that? How did people get that? I just gave them the education, right? Um, put them on game and and they basically execute it. So, number one, put everything in your business name. Take everything out your name. Right. Everything you're better. Everything. Joe, can you turn the air on a little bit? A slow one. Thank you. Tiny bit. A little bit. I got yeah. you. Uh, I know, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So put your um, put everything in your business name. Nothing's in my name whatsoever, right? Um, once everything is in your name, you got your EIN, you got your LLC. Then you want to um, you want to go get some funding, go to different banks and get this money. How many businesses do you have? How many businesses? Twenty two. You have twenty two. Twenty two businesses, businesses, right? And then I probably got like 50 or 60 LLCs just sitting around. 50 or 60 LLCs yeah, sitting around. Right. Every 30 days, I buy a couple. Why? Because I'm going to fund them later. You're going to fund... All right. We got to explain it, bro, because right. I'm lost. So it's just a piece of paper, right? Yeah. Until I give it... It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Life, right? How do I give this LLC life? Um, the one, you get the LLC, you get the EIN, right? And then I have to position the LLC to look like a person, right? 
what does the person have? You have a name, you have an address, you have a phone number, right? So you got to do the same thing for the, for the LLC. You're going to give it a name. But you have to be careful the name that you give the business because that can stop how much funding you can get. So I do real estate, but my company named Bellasone Enterprises isn't called Bellasone Real Estate because real estate is a high-risk industry. If it's a high-risk industry, they can deny you funding or give you like, instead of a $10,000 credit card, they give you like a $3,000 credit card. Mm. Hey, one of my companies got real estate in it. Right. So you gotta, you gotta be careful. Then you give it um, a phone number, right? You have a phone number, your business has to have a phone number, not your cell phone number. And banks can tell if it's a real business phone number or not. So a good place to go get these phone numbers is um, freedomvoice.com is a real good one. I send my clients to. It's only 10 bucks a month. So you get like a 1-800 number. You're looking real professional. All right? Then you go get a business address. You have a nice building right here. There's a business address right here. Not everybody can afford this. So go get a virtual address where you just rent the address and attach it to your business. Get a business website because you got to look professional because your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle is not enough. You got 80 websites, bro? So when it's time for me to fund it, I go do it. A website is like 100 bucks, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't nothing crazy. But the business doesn't actually do anything. No. Not for now. Not till I wake it up. Well, you'll go get the funding for it first. No. I wake it up and I tell the business, all right, this business is going to sell white paint. Or this business is, a general and I always use is business consultation. Right? Mm. So I say you do business consultation. You do business consultation, get the website, and knock it out. Okay, so you got all these LLCs, mm -hmm. and how many of them do you have active? Active, 22. You have 22? 22. 22. When it so got it's all like of them a headache, Like a nightmare and headache. Uh, now when you're trying to raise the capital to make a move, I don't got to ask anybody for the money. How much How much you got? How much what? Like, it, like lines of credit through all your 22. Millions. Millions? Yeah, millions altogether. Just access to capital. Access to capital, yeah. I get a towel. That's wild. Yeah, thank you. That's crazy. How many website domains do you have? Too many. I got like 100 something. All right. Imagine getting 10,000 for each of them or 100 grand for each of them. Yeah, but I, I was doing it because I, I, I'll come up with a really cool idea. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I got to keep this website. Funny story. So we at my, we at my guy's house, Rick Ross's house, and then he talks about financial polygamy, right? So I go and access financial polygamy. polygamy. Right. Talk to him about that. So I'm, I go to talk to Eric. I'm like, all right, Eric, I got a quick question for you. He's like, hold on real quick. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, financialpolygamy.com. He's right on it. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, he got right on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. All right. So do you do, here's the thing. So um, like, like Shopify and Stripe, mm. They be trying to give me funding, but I don't mm -hmm. take it. I'm like, I don't need your money. Especially with high, it's like high Thank interest. Uh, I wouldn't go to Shopify. I wouldn't go to them. I'll go to the banks. It's 0% interest for the money. If it's up to 12 months, why would you? And then what is, what is it after that? It goes up crazy. Probably goes up 15, 20%. But guess what? Run it back and do it again. Go to a different bank. See, I just be using my own, like, oh, bread. You. I mean, obviously, I got, you know, credit cards and stuff like that, but I mm -hmm. paid off in the month. I don't, I don't be wanting to use high interest. And I, maybe I just don't understand 
the strategy behind. Give me an example of something that you use this funding for. Uh, trucking. Okay. Right. So, I I know trucking is a high risk industry too. Mm-hmm. So Olivia Monroe Enterprises. That's the that's the name of my other daughter's company, mm-hmm. and that company does trucking. So, but I can't put that in the business name, because that's that's a high risk industry. So Olivia Monroe does what? Business consulting. Go get a $25,000 business credit card because my credit is good. I personally guarantee it. But the debt is in my business's name. $25,000, go put down on a, on a truck, right? And then I got 0% interest for a year. So now I'm running it up on a truck that's making four or five figures a week, a month, excuse yeah. me, pay down the debt. And it's, I'm using that money to sense. make money. Because it's free, no interest for no a interest year. For a you year. should be able to get so that like money. So like a $25,000 credit card, bro, the note on that is high, like $250 a month, $200 mm-hmm. a month. No interest. No interest. And then my job is to pay down the debt, crush it within a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you said if you personally guarantee the loan, mm-hmm. but you get the truck in your business name, mm-hmm. the debt is to your business, but... That's the purpose of the personal guarantee, isn't it? It'll go against you too. So yeah, it goes on me too, but it's not on my personal credit report. You don't see it every month. You don't see it every month, right? So now that this debt is not on my personal side, I can continue to run it up over and over again. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I actually, maybe I did this wrong. Mm -hmm. I just bought a van. Right. Um, I'm going to get wrapped. Uh I did buy it in my business name. I had to do a personal guarantee. Good, good, good. I put down a lot of money on it though. Okay. Something wrong with that? Or? No, there's nothing wrong with that. It all depends on your credit. Um, Bank of America is a really good place to go and get. No, they gave me a lot. I mean, they would have gave it to me. It's the same rate. I just mm-hmm. decided to put, because I don't be wanting to pay the, a high note every month. And if I got the cash, I just dump it in. You just dump it in. Should yeah. I not have done that? No, that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Good okay. Idea. All right. So what are some of the elements that's needed? How can I start doing business credit mm-hmm. without a personal guarantee, though? So... There's a couple. First of all, the industry has changed, right? So there's a couple of banks you can go to. Divi, D-I-V-V-I, Y is one. Capital on Tap is another. Where these banks, they don't care about personal guarantees whatsoever. Yeah. If you got some revenue coming in, they're going to ask for the last 90 days of your bank statements. And then they'll give you some money based on that. So mm-hmm. they can give you 25, 30 grand. And that's a great way to start. If you are a new business, right, a couple months old, nothing too crazy, your credit's not good yet, that's a good place for you to start. No personal guarantee business credit cards. I guess I would imagine the loan, the interest is higher. Uh, it's relative. It's pretty much the same thing like all the other really? credit cards. Why would yet. they do that then? Because these, these industries, these banks, these lenders started to see, hey, if a business is making $100,000, 200000 300000 they know what they're doing. So just because their credit isn't bad, let's give them a shot. Ah, uh, I yeah. see. That that actually makes sense. Because right. they're, I guess they're in tune with the world of people know how to go make some money. Right. It's just tax filing and credit right. handling, stuff right. like that. But they they know how to go get the money. Right. And then they that. got and they got your bank docs. They yeah. got documentation. So when I'm sending you to these other banks, these credit unions or regular bigger banks, you got a six eighty credit score minimum, you're getting in the door, but we don't want minimums. We want high we want high capital. When you go in there, they're just going based on your credit. They're not asking for documentation or anything like that. And they'll give you a $25,000 credit card because you're personally guaranteeing it. What's the highest line of credit that you received? $100,000. $100,000? 100, yeah. hundred. Yeah, from Key Bank. It's my favorite bank. It's a regional bank. It's in Philly. It's in Chicago. 
New York. Did you use it? Yeah, I used it. And and What'd you use that hundred thousand to buy more trucks. Oh, so trucking is your thing. Yeah. Oh, so the your daughter's business. Right, Olivia Monroe Olivia Enterprise. Monroe. Yeah, so that's the trucking company. So I bought her. I bought. I bought like five, six trucks with it. It's making money. Yeah, it's doing. Right. It's doing okay. A little something. Yeah, a little something. Give me some other places that you parked your money. Real estate. Yeah, trucking and real estate. Why I, I I lean on those more heavier is that trucking gives cash, nice cash flow. The asset is depreciating, of course, because the truck got miles on it. But I purchased real estate for longevity, for wealth, right? The returns are a lot smaller. I make a little two, three hundred dollars per property, but I have an asset that's continued to appreciate, and I can use that for to help out with the tax burdens. Got it. Mm-hmm. So you don't put a lot of money down to purchase real estate. Uh, so let's say you there's a Five hundred thousand dollars. Well, give me an example of a property that you use, and I want to know. And I'll ask some questions on that specific situation. Okay, so I see a property for a hundred grand, mm-hmm. right? Um, based on my relationship with my lenders, they might ask me to put ten percent. Now, give me a real scenario, like oh. a real property okay. that you've acquired and how you got it. Northeast Philly is a duplex. Mm-hmm. The property is one ten, mm-hmm. right? Um, the rent probably twenty five hundred. A month for it, right? Uh, yeah, twenty five hundred a month. We put down ten percent, ten percent. But I leveraged the um, a business credit card to do it to get into that deal because that's when I really first started in the game and I had no money, mm-hmm. right? So I took the, the the cash off the credit card, put it put put the down payment, went to a hard money lender for the rest of the month. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Honey. Hey. Right. And now I have this property that's cash flowing $2,500 a month. And it's probably costing me $900 a month to maintain it. Dang, yeah. you leveraged right. everything. Yeah, you leveraged everything. How did you how did you pay back the hard money lenders? Um, refinance the house. Okay, walk me through, walk me through so, the whole process. So after I got the property, yep. closed on it, right? I went back to the same lender. And I'm like, hey, I got the lease, it's making 2500 a month. 
I like to refinance it into a 30-year mortgage. Now it's a fixed rate. Because that hard money lender is really expensive. 100%. Right. But now it's refinanced to like 3 4%. And now I have this They asset. get their money back, pay the credit card the off. Card. Yeah, pay the credit now card off. Now you just got this property. Now Dang, I got this asset. So, so rinse and repeat. Got it. So got I look it. up in 30 years with a portfolio of 100 properties, leave it to my kids, and I'm out of here. These 22 LLCs that you got, are mm. they all for properties? No. Like most of them? No, they're they're for whatever I want to do. Oh, the only reason I ask because yeah. like I bought a unit and the mm-hmm. guy, the person that sold it to me, mm-hmm. the the name of the property, the name of the business mm-hmm. was the name of the address of the property. I'm starting to see right, that. Right, right, right. That's a good trend. So yeah. every uh, and this is what uh, my CPO is telling me is as we acquire more property, mm-hmm. each property should have its own LLC. Correct. So that's where I was thinking you yes. were going, but no. What else you can uh, No, no, I, I definitely um, do that too. But I actually took it to another level, right? Because um, the reason why people do that is to protect yourself, yeah. right? If something happens. So I have an LLC that does purchase multiple properties, but those properties, um, that those LLCs are owned by a trust. Mm. So, so you have a trust set up. Right, so I have a trust set up. Uh, have you got a trust? Oh, you know he has a trust. Who do you think put me on? <laughs> Yeah, you know what? And I got to ask, uh, maybe, I, are you really proficient on this whole trust conversation? Because um, I'm decent. My team. I'm decent. They're just so, so my, afraid so of you, man. So your, so your businesses, right? Because remember, it's all about separating yourself from your yeah. businesses more and more. So my businesses are owned by my trust, not by me. Right. It's just right. my team, like my, my financial team, they're just... I don't know. Like, they, obviously, they're telling me I need to... Uh, getting a trust is cool. Right. It's just a lot involved with it and you can get in trouble with it. No? With anything, if you don't do it right, you can get in trouble, but my attorney handles all that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But so, definitely, you know, separate yourself from your businesses. My my properties are owned by the trust and, you know, I pass down the assets to my children. Own nothing, control everything. So all of these businesses are in the trust. Correct. So I update my trust every time I get a new asset. But you don't own the trust. No, you control it. How do you control it? If paperwork. You don't it? So tell me, like, give me some structure on paperwork if I'm going to... So I'm the, the I'm the trustee of the trust, meaning I control what, the assets that are in the trust. But Who I else is on but, it? Um, no one else is on it. It's just me. I and then I have, you have to have more people. You don't have to. Um, and then I have beneficiaries of the trust. So um, my wife and my children are the beneficiaries. So if and when something happens to me, they are now, the, they control the trust and all the assets that are in it, but they don't own anything. Right. You ever got audited? Yes, I've been audited. You've three, been audited? I've been audited three times. With the trust? Not Never with the trust. Because I've been audited before I knew how to do things right. So I've been audited three times. So I know this game. What? And I had really good, and I even hate to say this, I had really good people that were audited me. They was like, listen, you don't have this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, all right. It's like, if you had this, this, and this, then we wouldn't slap you with this crazy fee. What are the but this, yeah, this, and this? Tell me. Receipts, bro. Receipts. So I would like purchase, I, I, I did the real estate deal and um, I purchased lumber, right? I didn't keep the receipts, but I had credit card statements. Yeah. Credit card statements aren't receipts. They want the receipts. That's corny, man. Yeah. They know people ain't about to be 
carrying but a shoebox. But you're running, but you're running a business that's making hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, and you don't have documentation, you don't have receipts. They all come through email. Well, print out the well, email they come or through email. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got so you. so there were certain things I just print out an email or whatever. But I had to make sure I had my receipts. So everything I do now, my um, my workers, my employees, we take pictures, upload it to the cloud. As long as your docs are in order and they see that you were truly making an effort, yeah. So I've, I'm a three-time auditor and the first one was bad. You know what I'm saying? But the second and third one, oh, they're like, oh, you really got your stuff in order. Yeah. Because once you're on their radar, you're on their radar. Yeah. Yeah, they left me alone after the third one. Really? Yeah. When, was the, when were these? Uh, 2015, 16, and 17. Oh. Yeah. It's recent enough. So give me that first one. How much did you make that year? The first what? audit. The first audit. The first audit, quarter million. You made a quarter million? Yeah, quarter million. And what was the like the slap on the wrist? It was a lot, bro. It was like 30 grand, right? And then the interest on it is crazy. The interest and penalties is crazy. So you had to pay 30 grand. So you had to pay 30 grand. If you paid it up front, you paid it up front. But it was like $600 a month. And by the time I did the math, by the time I paid it off, it would have been like 70 grand. So guess what I did? Paid it off. Yeah, paid it off. And I got a line of credit and paid it off. Line of credit? Yeah. Ah! So I got a line of credit and paid it off. I see what yeah, you're yeah, going. Yeah. Okay, second year. Mm-hmm. How much, do you remember how much you made? Second was about 300. You made about 300. 300. How old was your? Audit, but those two I won because I had my ducks in a row. I learned my lesson the first time. How much did you have to pay that year, period? In taxes? Yeah. Paying taxes ghetto, remember? Taxes. You still pay taxes, Dave? Yeah. Ah, oh, bro, that's ghetto. So I- I'll tell you an interesting story, right? Again, it's about my CPA. We here to talk about business credit, but I love this conversation, right? So my tax guy, he um, he sat down with him like third quarter. This is a good story. He's third quarter. Taxes, yeah, you know. tell your taxes go. It's third quarter, right? Watch me get audited again. Anyway. Bro, 100%. Right, right. They're watching. They're, 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 they're they gonna watch bring it. He don't mean. They're going to audit me. They watch it. Um, so he was like, all right, your tax bill, this is like October. He's like, your tax bill looking like 40000 this year. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of money. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to pay 40,000 in taxes. Yeah. So he was like, all right, cool. We'll work it out. Um, but you know, we still got time to work it out. Um, but he was like at the time, at the time Trump was still in office, just cause you have a business though, you get an automatic tax credit. So like my 40,000 went to like 32. I was like, you know, all right, shout out to him, I guess. Right. Um, then after that, he's like, we'll talk. So he called me in November and he said, Hey, Herm. Did you buy any big purchases or anything like that towards your business that you can write it off? I was like, man, it's fourth quarter. I'm not really spending that much money. Um, I got some trucks. Um, I bought two more trucks. And he was like, how much you buying for? I was like, I bought them for like 80 grand. And he's like, all right, cool. Um, are they running? I'm like, no, my contract for them doesn't start till January. He's like, ah, you can't write them off because the trucks aren't what? Making any money. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. He calls me top of December. Go ahead. Keep going. He calls me top of December. Hey, Herm, um, those trucks running? Steve, they're not, they're not running. I told you they're not running. Um, he's like, all right, cool. He calls me the week after. He's like, Herm, those trucks running yet? Steve, <laughs> January, they're run. So he's like, Herm, you telling me those trucks aren't going to make you any money in the next three weeks? No, bro, they're not going to make me any money. Yes, they are. <laughs> I'm going to rent the trucks to my brother so he can do some ads. Right? <sighs> Great. Yo, bro, I'm about to send you an invoice for like $100. I just need you to pay it. 
before the 31st. He's like, for what? Just, just send me, the, I'm just pay the invoice. So now I'm able to write off the trucks because the trucks what made me money. Okay. Okay. So check this out. My, um, I bought this building mm-hmm. and it wasn't open yet. Right. And what they're telling me is, well, all the money that I put into the building, mm-hmm. I can't write it off because it's not open. It's not open. You're not making any money yet. But I have been paying. So my one company has been paying the real estate company every month. Right. And I did shoot an ad and enjoy it. So that means all of the construction and everything I can write off? Yeah, you can write it off. Definitely. Word. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to a tax professional. Not some random guy on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But it's a wonderful game and I and I definitely love playing it. So like my kids, we went to Disney World, right? Can't write off Disney World. Yes, you can if I turn into an ad. Right. Right. You turn into an ad. And, yeah. That's a fact. Right. So hey man, we at Disney World. Um, business credit got us here. Blah, 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 blah. Um, my kids, they're they're wonderful, having a good time. They got the Audition oh, Circle or Bella Sloan logos on it. And these are my employees, so I got to pay them. Gotcha. Right. It's a wonderful game. So you made over 300000 mm-hmm. And then your first big year. Right. Right? Let's say, I don't know. Do you remember when your first, like, 500000 No, I went from three to a million. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, 
It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal three to a million right that's cool Mm -hmm. you made a million right how much did you have in expenses did you have a trust at this time no i still didn't have a trust at this time right Million dollars. How much did you pay in expenses? How much was expenses? You remember? I don't remember, but I know taxes. I probably pay like thirty, thirty thousand in taxes a year on a million. On a million. I think I'm doing something wrong. Right. Bro. I did it legally. Um, got a wonderful CPA, but I, I bought some property. I bought some real estate because, again, I don't want the money to stop. I wanted to continue to move. Got you. Right. So, in a million dollar year. With a trust, how much would you have paid? Ghetto, right? Ghetto. Taxes are ghetto. ghetto. Here's the thing, man. And this is what my, my guy is telling me. He's like, yo, the IRS is going to get their money. They're not dumb. Mm-hmm. They're going to get their money. But they also put rules in place. Just follow the rules that they put in place. So if a billionaire pays 750000 in taxes, dollars in taxes, right? He's doing something right. He knows something. You know, something I don't know. Yeah. And he's been doing this forever. And his and his kin and his people and those in that in those spaces. Or like um Amazon. They made billions of dollars and paid no federal taxes. That's documented. How are they able to do that? Reinvest it back into the business and buy more real estate to expand their their business. So um, these are rules that are put in place. And a good CPA reads those new rules every single year. Gotcha. You got a pretty good team, huh? I, it, it was crucial. Who do you, the your team, are they a part of your team or is it just somebody that you use? No, they're they're part of my team. Like you hired, you pay that you hired them to work exclusively with your No, no, they a tax person whenever I wish. I'm not there yet. Right. But um no, they're part of the the general team. Um, but they have they have their own business. You don't got no escorts and stuff? Who me? Yeah. Yeah, I do. One escort? I have one escort, yeah. Try so Escort is owned by the trust. Right. Yes? Everything is owned by the trust. Got, but I want to get the structure okay. down. Mm-hmm. You have a trust yeah. who owns the escort. Yeah. One escort. Mm-hmm. You got 22 LLCs. Right. Are all of those owned by the escort? No. They're, on, they're just owned by the trust. Okay. So mm-hmm. the trust owns one escort, one escort and the trust owns all these different LLCs Correct. separately. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the, the Morning Meetup. Morning meetup.
you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. It gets fun. And then I fund all of them. All 22 of them are funded. You fund them all. Yeah. And the best place to go to get your um, LLCs funded, I like to tell people, go to credit unions. Because credit unions, their underwriting guidelines are not as strict as Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if you put your your zip code in, right. right, in your area, 19773, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you put um, credit unions, you'll see all these credit unions in your neighborhood that pop up. You'll make a phone call, two, three of them on a Saturday, make an appointment. Hey, you got you got business credit? You got business lines of credit? You go into the bank. You... um. You open up a business checking account, business saving account, and then you fund both of them, put $50 in each. My guy knew the entrepreneur. He calls it the 50-50 play. Because it's like taking a girl out on a date. Like, you're going to ask for something, yeah. but you ain't like, take me out. Uh, right? uh, uh. So you put $50 in each, and before you get up, they're going to be like, hey, you want, you want some business credit? As, as a matter of fact, I do. Sit your butt right back down. You fill out that application, and let's see what they can do you. Now, if your credit 700 and above, let's say 680, right? If it's halfway decent, right, and you and you got to have a couple of primaries before they give you ten fifty thousand dollars for your business, they want to see how you did with your personal, also, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, if your credit profile is decent, you can walk out of there with a ten fifteen thousand dollar card on the low end. That's on the low end, and you're doing that three times on a Saturday, so you can raise yourself thirty thousand dollars in capital on Saturday, zero percent interest in the same company. No, at different banks. I'm saying, oh, oh yeah, that same LLC. One Correct. LLC. Yeah. Go to this bank. Hey, man, hold me right. down. Give me some credit. Go to another bank. Give do me s- credit. Do, oh. s- do the same thing. Hmm. Right. Get those inquiries off. Do it again. What about the people that's looking at this like he's... And I'm, I'm asking this question because it's like my... Because they're going to ask it. Yeah. My, no, I mean, my team is like... They're just... I don't know, man. They, they don't be wanting to... Now, you got a solid team, baby. Clearly. No, no, no. I'm talking about my financial okay. situation. Like, mm-hmm. there's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You got to talk to him? You got to talk to yeah, him? Yeah, I got to talk to him, man. There was this guy on the show the other day. Yeah. He said. Because, I mean, moral of the story is, like, you want to play inside the rules. Mm-hmm. You got to know the rules. But you got to know the rules. Right. You got to know the rules. And if you don't know the rules, you're going to get in trouble. Or you're going to lose on a lot of capital, a lot of information, because you just didn't have that information. Got so it. not having information costs us a lot of money. Okay. So what are some of the things that are needed? First off, yeah, your first million dollar year, how much you pay taxes on? You know? Five. You remember? Your first, your first million dollar year, which was... It's not about... Bob said he gave me his answer, which was like 20 years ago, your first million dollar year. How much did you pay in tax? Do you remember how much you pay in taxes? You remember? Now he don't remember. All how right, much? Man. How much you made, man? How much you paid in taxes? Too much. <laughs> way, way too much. Right. This is wild. Yeah. What's happening right now? It's wild. All right. So, all right. So, what what are we needing to get business credit? All right. What's needed? So, we already talked about the LLC. You got. 
Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. The EIN. Set up LLC. Get the EIN. Got the website done. Get a website. Right. Got to get the website. The social's just... The social media just ain't enough. Right. And then you have to have a personal, you have to have personal credit. Yeah, you have to have good personal credit. So a good personal profile, let's talk about what that looks like. Some people are like, hey, I did did everything you said, but it didn't work. I was like, well, what does your credit look like? My credit? I'm like, yeah, what does your credit look like? You're asking this company for all this money um, and your business is like a baby, right? So you got to what? Co-sign for it. So like, you know, when your daughter's 16 and she want to get her first car, you're trying to build her credit, you got to most likely co-sign for it. Or when some of us went to college, our parents had to what? Co-sign. For the money. So you're going to co-sign for your business. So 680 is the minimum. Um, At least two credit cards on your credit report that are over two years old. The limit's got to be about $2,500. That's a good minimal profile. Now, the higher those numbers are, the higher your credit score, the older those credit cards and all that stuff, the higher the limits, you're going to get a bag on the business side. And then as your business grows and you're generating revenue, you're not going to have to personally guarantee anything anymore because your business is older and it's making money. Got you. Question for you now. If, let's say we have 100000 mm-hmm. and I buy a property for $100,000, mm-hmm. from, de- from what I'm being told is because I put that money in an investment, mm-hmm. it doesn't negate my tax burden because it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Is that not so what right? Do you, so, yeah, so what are you paying taxes on? So you made the hundred, Made 100 But you invested it. Yes. You made it, you made you put it into another property. Yes. So what do you what did you make then? You still made a hundred. You just invested it in something else that's gonna make you more right. money. You reinvested it back into your business. So what did you make? What was your profit? Because you're gonna pay taxes on what? Profit. So what was your profit? So you pay tax on profit. What if it's a whole nother business, a whole nother LLC? All right. That's why you have a good tax person. Like, all right, well, this company made this, but I had to help out Olivia Monroe. So I, I moved that, that profit to this company and you're able to do that because this company mm. has a loss and I got to help it out over here. That's what a good tax professional helps you do. I got you. I got you. This is lit. This is lit. This is good, man. Yeah, man. I can't even talk about business credit, but it's pretty good. Okay, so tell me, no, we, we're still on business credit. No, no, it's it's like, there's yeah, a whole financial a seminar whole, right now. Absolutely, 100%. So when I learned this, it, it absolutely changed my life because I used to put everything, first of all, in my name, mm-hmm. maxing out my personal credit cards, dropped all my credit scores, right? Because I was only doing like my mm-hmm. first real estate deal and I couldn't refinance the house because yeah. my credit went down. Um, so I had to, you know, borrow money, pay down the credit cards and then it went back up. Then I was able to refinance the house to get out of it. So I learned a lesson. Got it. Got it. All right, so when did you learn all this stuff? So... Probably like credit, I've always understood and known like, like 10 years ago because I used to do it for free. 10 years ago? Yeah, 10 years were... ago. Yeah, like, and it was a lot easier than before millions of people were starting to send these letters out. But I used to just send a letter like, hey, like my father, Herman Dulce Sr., one of his credit cards was on my credit report, right? 
Mm. And and I was like, I don't owe $17,000. He's like, yes, sir, you do. Da, 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 da. They asked for my demographic information. I was like, sir, I'm not, I wasn't born in 55. <laughs> I was born <laughs> right. in 81. It was like, oh, this is a mistake. I'm like, yeah, you got to get this off of here. Mm. So, and this, this at the time was easier to make the phone call. So it got it off of there and it put me in, in better position. That's dope. Mm. And what were you doing professionally? So um, when I left college, one of my first jobs, because I went to school for public relations, right? Just whatever. I just needed a piece of paper, right? Yeah. Let my parents down. Anyway, um, I, I was a social worker because they just need you to have a piece of paper and a pulse, right? Yeah. So I was a social worker making like 29.5 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm in this field right now. I might as well get my master's degree in it. Got my master's degree in it from Lincoln University. And then um, after that, I was making like, you know, 50,000. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't enough. I was like, wow, yeah. I'm an executive director at a nonprofit. How many years is this? This is... Uh, eight years ago. Eight years yeah. Ago. And then um, I was like, man, I'm running a $3 million budget. Um, got like 20 employees and I'm making 50000 a year. Mm. I was like, this can't be it. Slave wages. Yeah, yeah, bro. This can't be it. That. So, um, uh, and this is an interesting story. But that is, I mean, what, so here's, the, first off, $50,000 a year is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Yes, it is, Dave. Especially- Not anymore for me, though. If I made 50000 next year, Dave, it'll be a problem. But but across the when world... When did you get dissatisfied with 50000 When I made a hundred. Well, yeah, that's real. But I guess <laughs> you're at a... Real quick. <laughs> right. And... Can't go back. Yeah. 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 I can't go back. Especially you're managing like a whole... Yeah, like I'm in, I'm 20 in charge. Team. Yeah. yeah, $3 million budget and it was 50000 um, my my friend, shout out to my friend Charlene. She's an attorney. She said you only make as much as your clients make. So I'm working for a nonprofit. What are my clients making? <laughs> Nothing. You only make as much clients. as your clients make. So now my clients are getting funded a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, millions of dollars, and I get a kickback from that. Yeah. Right. So they're making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then I teach, I teach it. So then my those clients, they pay me to teach them what mm-hmm. I know. Gotcha. Right. All right. So you're making fifty thousand two right. years ago. Fifty year. And then what happened? What where so, did your entrepreneurial uh, journey start? The entrepreneurial journey started um, when my wife got pregnant. Right. Uh, well, well, yeah. When my wife got pregnant, we um, we went to we took this baby moon to Italy. You you know you have, you know what a baby moon is? <laughs> okay. Whenever I tell I just people got that, a baby, bro. You just had a baby. So a baby moon is like um, the last trip you take before you have children, right? Because Y'all knew that? You yeah. knew that? You didn't know that, Joe. I, you probably heard it because you're a woman. Dang. You didn't know that. A baby moon. A baby moon. Yeah. A baby moon? I'm thinking moon instead of honeymoon. <laughs> like a honeymoon, but it's a baby moon. Okay. Dave. I get what you're saying. <laughs> so baby moon. Got my it. wife plans an amazing two-week trip to Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Rome, Venice, on the waters. Fifty grand? On f- no, listen, my wife is goat on planning trips on like fourteen dollars and fifty cents, and I really, mean, I mean it, bro. My twenty-fifth birthday, she took me to Paris um, for. I'm not lying. Um, I won't promote the website because they not give me no money, but um, like four hundred dollars plane tickets and what? hotel. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Okay, here's the website though, just to help our people. Travelzoo.com. Travelzoo.com, yeah. 
Travelzoo.com. Dang. Yeah, last minute trips, super, super cheap. But I'm 40. That was like when I was 25. Gotcha. But this is what she does. Like, she's okay. really, really good at it. So, two, and she's a nurse. So, you know, she helped out yeah. in paying for the trip, right? right? for sure. So, she's um, making more money than you? Way more money than me. How did that make you feel? Um, I, I felt good. I'm, I'm secure. Cool? I was just secure my man. Right, cool. I was good. Asking. I'm good. But I throw it in her face all the time now, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. When one, I get home, that yeah, food better thing be about these You know I'm bringing in the bread. One thing about these tables, they be turning. So, <laughs> right? So um, we go on the honeymoon. We're um, going to Pisa on a train. Mm-hmm. And baby bump out to here. And it's just beautiful. And I'm like, man, I wish I could do this whenever I want. Um... So I, I got home and I told my brother about that experience and shout out to Kevin. He was like, the only way you be free is if you own your own. You'll always have that feeling. Actually, I think Jay-Z said that. And my brother stole it from Jay-Z? So he said my brother show. stole it. He <laughs> stole that from Jay-Z. But 100%. I remember he said it and I was like, yo, you're absolutely right. And I was like, what am I going to sell? Like, what am I going to do? He's like, yo, like do that credit thing you be doing, like charge mm-hmm. people. And I'm like, I can't charge people for that. Like, that's really important information. Like, I was helping out my friends. And he's like, bro, they're going to pay somebody. Hey, yeah, might as well pay real. you. That's real. Right. So I, I did a couple of my friends for free and then posted those results on Instagram and Facebook. And, and then real people would be like, hey, how much you? So I started charging people. And how much were you charging? At that time, 200 bucks. Okay, got Super, super cheap. Dang. Right. So I got flooded. Yeah. And then started posting and, and it, it just kept growing from there. Mm. And then when I started to try to learn my craft more, went on YouTube University, started hanging out more people that do what I do, I tripped into business credit and business yeah. funding. And then I was like, wait a minute, you'll give me $50,000 because I signed a piece of paper? Because mm. I got good credit and it's not in my name and I could do this over and over again? I ran back and told everybody. Wow. Do you have anything that's that's in your business name that doesn't have a personal guarantee attached? Yes. Yeah, my older companies, yep. yeah, they don't. Yeah, they have revenue now. The business once your business hits over two years old, yeah, it's like a it's like a magic number to these banks, right? And then I got the revenue. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, mm. those older businesses, I don't, I don't personally guarantee. You don't personally guarantee anything. Anything, yeah. Dang, that's dope. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do you teach now? So in our mentorship, we go into a, a deep dive of all of this because um, I know there's just a like two minute podcast, but. There's some, you got to make sure that your documents are in order. You got to make sure your EIN is a multi-member EIN and not a sole member EIN. We go into all those deep dives. Mm. Uh, make sure your business is structured correctly so that when you walk into the bank, you don't look like a fool. Because when you walk into the bank, you're walking in as the mouthpiece of your what? Of your business. And you're sitting down with the mouthpiece of Chase. Mm. So you want to make sure you come correct because they're going to come correct. They're going to give you their documentation. They're going to be in order. So you want to make sure you walk in there with your documentation in order, your LLC, your EIN, your op- your operating agreement. And you want to speak for Bellasone Enterprises. You want to speak for Olivia Monroe Enterprises because I'm just a mouthpiece for these businesses. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. 22 businesses. Yeah. What are some other businesses you're involved in? Um, so, oh God. So real estate, we got trucking. Um, I have one, one LLC just for me doing speaking engagements, mm, right? Okay. Um, I have an LLC just for the referrals I do for different companies. So if you're like, hey, Herm, right. can you um, speak about this on your platform? Or, all right, well, you need to email that email, that LLC, right? So affiliates. How do you manage all this stuff? Man? I don't manage all that stuff. I have an amazing assistant. Her name is Damaris. She's actually going to take over as CEO next year. 
Really? She does all of that. So she has a logistics brain. So she used to work for Amazon, right? Um, running their trucks, ironically. Yeah. So her brain is very logistical. So I would like put something out there and then she would like give me a look and then go write it down, structure it, and then come back to me. Because if I didn't have that person as my second brain, I, could, I, w- I wouldn't be able to grow and come up with new things and come to Atlanta and talk to you. It's like, yeah. so, so having, she's going to take over as CEO. Yeah. She has step to, down. I'll step down. And then I'll, I'll find something else to do. What you going to be doing? Um, I want to do more speaking engagements, actually, because really? I, found, I found a passion in teaching this. Right? So when I started the mentorship, that was fun. Yeah. You know, like you're really changing people's lives and giving them information that they never had before. Right. Um, and that fostered uh, me having speaking engagements around the country. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50 percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. So I want to do more time to start to build that brand out. Write more books and stuff like that. This is so dope. Yeah. This is so dope. I appreciate it. And business credit is such a, uh, it's like a mystical like it, it just seems like it doesn't exist sometimes. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like in, in the eyes of And I'm always fascinated about how people just don't know about it, don't hear yeah. about it. Like, oh, this sounds really scammy. And I'm like, no, it's it's legit. So that's why I have a tagline called Success Has Receipts, right? That's so why I always post my clients, like, oh yeah. bro, I got the platinum, I got this, I got that. I'm like, yo, that's what's up. I'm gonna screenshot this. Yeah. They're like, cool. Side note, do you mm-hmm. have the black card? No, I don't have the black card. So I'm having this conversation with one of my friends. Right. And he's like, you got the black card? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's saying, yeah, you got to have it. And I'm like, the only benefit of having a black card is to say you have a black card. It doesn't seem like a good card. You know what I mean? Does, did he tell you what the benefits were? You can get into a, somebody. Can, yo, he was so crazy. His whole argument was the card is like 5000 a month. Right. Right. I mean, a year, 5000 mm-hmm. He's like, yo. They came in and they gave me a thousand dollar shopping spree or something like that. I'm like, bro, you still pay four thousand dollars. What are you talking about right now? So I don't see the benefits. I don't have the black card, but I do have several platinum cards, right? Yeah. So I remember I was like, I'm not getting a platinum card. Like it costs the platinum's like, lit, but it costs five hundred. But I was like, it costs five hundred a month, a, a year. I'm like, why am I paying a credit card that has five hundred? But the benefits, right? outweigh the $500 100%. if you use it correctly. You got the Uber credits, you got the you got the American Airline credits and then they, like, I think they took Uber away. They took Uber away? Okay. Yeah, I think so. So at the time. Yeah. So they have all these things that far outweigh the five the five hundred dollars. Or what I really love about the platinum card is um at like um, these luxury hotels like four seasons or whatever, I could check in early yep. and check out late. Yeah. Right? I think that's worth five hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred percent. So maybe there's something in it that's What's worth the, the five. I mean, have you looked into it? The, no, because I'm on that type of time. Like I'm not paying five dollars. Yeah, I don't get it. They have to convince. I was like, so what else do I get exactly? Right. Like, I can get in the parties that like, you don't go to. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, only, I only go outside. Bro. So, like, I go outside. There's concert. Okay. I get discounts on concerts. I'm like, I'm oh, a, uh, maybe I'll, I'll do a live with him so he can defend his point. Because it point, sounded yeah. crazy to me, right. and it's hard to get in. 
That was another benefit. And I was talking to Neo too. He's like, yeah, because he talked to the same person. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, man. Because he said, I'm gonna get it because not many people have it. I'm like, that's not a good reason. Exclusivity and access, bro, is um is a selling point to anything. I suppose you got it. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And does it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll look into it. And now, all right, now he's saying it because actually the person said, hey, what I got to be? Somebody else to tell you? And I was like, kind of. Kind of. I'm like, oh, well, five tell me. That. You know what funny funny I, you I, say I, that. I know. That's crazy. Right. Now I feel I feel bad like mm-hmm. going back to him and saying, I got the money. I got the money. Yeah. But you don't have it, right? No. So I feel comfortable. I'm cool. Yeah, you go. I'm sure. All right. So what about the, 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 give me another play. Another play. Yeah, because I feel like my friends be buying these cars because it's a play attached somehow. A play attached to buying cars? Yeah, man. There's no reason Uh all these Lamborghinis ride around the streets these days. Is that a play? Not that I know of. I mean, getting into your business name and not in your name is good. Um, putting your Instagram name on it turns it into a billboard so you can write it off. It's all about not paying. You know I'm, I'm not doing that, though, because I think somebody's going to follow me. Right. I'm paranoid with that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife blessed me with a beautiful Corvette for my birthday, right? Oh, Red cherry. I got it, like, last week. It's dumb beautiful. Ooh. But I see these influencers. They really put their name on I was like, I, I don't want my name, but I'm, I'm like... not doing that. I'm not doing that. They're like, oh, there he is. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Exactly. I like to be low. I was, I was, I'm not tight that she got it because it was my dream car. When she got it, I was like, oh, everybody gotta know that's me. Cause not everybody in this neighborhood had this car. 100%. Right. Like, yeah. so before that, I got a regular Yukon Denali. Right, right. Sitting next to some regular. Bed. It looks some, like utility. Some regular. He must have got it because he got kids right. and all that. There he is. That's him. But a play with business credit, a, a good one for you, right? Um, if your business is over two years old, right? You walk in and you ask for this business credit card. Yeah. You can also ask for a business line of credit at the same time. And it'll be the same inquiry. So you can get two lines of money with one inquiry. From the bank, though? From the same bank, yeah. I imagine <sighs> doing that at two, three banks. So you got a line of credit and you got a credit card. The same inquiry. Here's, here's what I don't understand, though. Okay. For you, who mm-hmm. you have the resources to buy the stuff that you need. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you get all this credit? All right. That's a, that's you a, know what I mean? Like, a... why would you get the credit that, I mean, obviously you pay it off because I use my cards for everything, but mm-hmm. I pay it off by the month, so it's no interest. So it, it doesn't, it's like no harm, no foul. I'm not okay. paying anything for okay. it anyway. I just get the benefits. All right. We get all these lines of credit mm-hmm. to do what with? When I could just... To, to leverage to make more money. So your $100,000 in cash can only go so far, mm-hmm. right? But if you had a million dollars in credit, you just 10X yourself to make more money. It's all about leveraging other people's money to make money. That's what it is. So that's why to me, there's no cap on how much credit that I can get or I could get because my cash is always limited, but credit is way more. Got you. Right. So you got millions in line of credit. Millions in credit. So you can go buy a $2 million building with the line of credits. Yes? I could. I would have to pull it all together, but that's just a mess. Right. But with, um, I can get a $2 million building, right? And only have to put a hundred or 200000 down to get it. Why is that? Right? Because, you know, you just got to put a down payment to get it. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I can leverage my credit. I get my line. I got a couple of lines of credit that are hundred grand, right? 
um, that'll probably cost me fourteen hundred a month to pay those two hundred bills yeah. due, right? So I'm taking that two hundred thousand dollar in credit to put down, and now I have access to two million dollars in real estate. Yes, and no money came out of my pocket. That's yeah. why credit is so important. So now I'm leveraging it. So That's never really cap yourself. So my my money, my cash stays in my in my pocket. I'm leveraging the bank's money, cash out refi to two million. Use credit to fix it up and turn it into five million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so I have, I have a building and I was contemplating paying it off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, then I'd own it free and clear, right? Is that a good strategy to pay off the building? Yeah, it depends on what you're trying to do. I don't always recommend paying off something because there's an opportunity cost, right, to you paying cash for it. So say, for instance, the building was 100 grand. You had in debt and you got $100,000 in your bank account. I'd be like, yeah, let me just pay this off, right? So I'm not paying interest, but yeah. it's cheap money. It's You're paying 3 4% on that 100,000 in, in this property, right? Yeah. You can take your 100,000 in cash and go do another deal that can make you money. But once you put it in the property, it's gone. Kinda, because so I can use the, I can leverage the property's equity Mm-hmm. To get another property. Am I All right? right. So you have, but now, right now, you have the, the equity in the property and you have $100,000 cash. I have the equity in the property and, and, you I have have the, a- and you have the cash, right? So why are you going to take the cash to pay off the property? Now you just have. But I don't have equity in the property, though. Let's say, for instance, mm-hmm. it was, uh, let's say it's $200,000 mm-hmm. and you bought it, it's worth $200,000 and, and your you loan did, is $200,000. You did a bad real estate deal. I mean, so, so in real so, estate, so you got to make money at when you sign the paperwork. Right, it has but, to be equity when you bought it. But the the the, the property that I bought, it mm-hmm. didn't have any equity in it. Okay. But for what I need it for, it's perfect. Okay. Right. So I can make more money off of that. Okay. Right. So, it, it, especially in this economy, it's it's really hard to find commercial property mm-hmm. with equity already baked into it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And plus, it's hard calculating commercial property, whatever. But I got it because for my purpose, the place, the location, it's going to be perfect. And I know it'll go up later, right? Right. So right now I'm paying interest every single month on this money. Right. Why don't I just take the cash that I have, pay it off, and then I don't have to pay that interest every single month. Okay. And then you're going to take the money out of the, the, the deal anyway, right? Probably at some point. And then? Until I... Until, let's say, for instance... It's the four months before what I if, do something with the money. What if there's an emergency? I mean, I got more money. <laughs> You're going to fight me on this one, aren't you? Absolutely. You're going to fight me I'm on trying to understand. Because it, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand why not. Because a couple of people told me why. There's a reason I shouldn't because a bunch of people told me that I shouldn't. Right. It's, it's costing but you money. I, I'm trying to see how it's... the debt. So let's say, for instance, yeah. right now... So right now, I'll tell you, my, my mortgage is... Almost three thousand mm-hmm. a month, or twenty seven hundred, something like that. And I'm paying that every single month. Mm-hmm. So if I don't do anything with this money mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. for four months, mm-hmm. that's me paying t- ten grand, a little over ten grand. What if I come to you with a play? I'm like, Dave, twenty thousand dollars, right? I can flip it, give you thirty thousand next month. I have twenty thousand dollars. So because you have more money, extra money, you're going to put this money and pay it off the debt, right? I was thinking. All right. But again, that still doesn't negate 
what I'm telling you, that your cash can make you money in other places. It will, it, the cash that you will make in other places will always outweigh the interest you're saving on paying, on paying down the debt on the house because it's super cheap money. So like people who are in credit card debt, I'll tell them, yo, take that cash and pay it off because your credit card interest is like 20%, mm, right? right. You're, where are you going to make 20%? Right. Nowhere. Well, you can. There's some plays, right? Yeah. But, you know, right? I know a guy, right? I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> but paying that off makes sense. That credit card debt makes sense. But if you got a property, you're paying such cheap interest. Nah, it doesn't make sense. Because I I can definitely make more than 3 to 4% on $100,000 someplace else. That's why I wouldn't recommend always paying off that debt. It doesn't make sense. Get it? The 3 to 4% that you're paying on that debt, Right? That hundred thousand, you could put so many other places. That's going to make you more than three to four percent. Like what? Buying more real estate, or say, for instance, you went and bought a truck. Same when you went and bought a truck for a hundred thousand dollars. That truck is going to make you ten thousand dollars a month. But the it's, interest is you twenty five hundred dollars. It seems like the twenty seven hundred or whatever. It's just going out it, the window. It's not, bro. And it's not even, it's not doing anything. Jay-Z's $100 million house in Calabasas, you think he don't have a mortgage on that? There's a mortgage on that. He's a billionaire. There's a mortgage on that. There's, there's a mortgage on that thing. That's his money. He's making money other places. <sighs> Maybe it's just some things I don't understand, Herm, just yet. I got I to bend your mind. I got to bend your mind. So if there's another opportunity, I just... So you're saying I should spend my efforts figuring out what I'm going to do with this money that's going to make it more money. More money, right. Not necessarily paying off cheap debt. Cheap debt is considered what? Good debt. I'm saying, no, what is the percentage of cheap debt? And cheap debt is anything that I know if I took the money, it'll make money someplace else. So 3 to 4% is cheap to me because I know I can get it someplace. So it, there's a certain number you get to where it's not cheap. So it like, seem cheap. So I'm I'm at seven. So I did a owner financing deal. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you the structure of the deal. Mm-hmm. It's a building. It was five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to put down ten percent, so mm-hmm. fifty thousand, and it's a seven percent, seven percent interest mm-hmm. for five years, interest only. Okay. In this, in this deal. Okay. It just seems like mm-hmm. this. So this twenty seven hundred is going to the well. The owner finance. He's the bank. Right, right. He gets a free twenty seven hundred, and it doesn't even touch the principal. There's no equity in the house in this in property. The building, no. So why don't you just go to a bank and refinance it for a thirty year mortgage? So I was, uh, I was going to pay it off, and then go through the process of the refinancing, then pull the money out. Okay. You can, you can do that too. But definitely refinance it, get a cheaper rate. Right. Yeah. But you're, you're still going to be paying interest. So 3% interest is better than 7%. Way, way yeah, better. Way better. Yeah, so just refinance the property without paying it off. You can do that. So refinance it without yeah. paying it Go off. Go to another bank be like, hey, give me a 30-year mortgage on this thing. They'll pay it off, pay his man the money. Your interest rate drops to 3% and you still got 100K in the bank. It's math. I see what you're doing. The math be mathing, Dave. The math be math. Yeah, I, I, I did, obviously, because I'm, I'm thinking that if it's paid off until I'm ready to use it, because mm-hmm. I can always refinance it and pull the money, pull out. money out. Right. But if I don't got nothing to do with it right now, well, I pay interest. Like, I don't got nothing to do with the money right now. And if emergency happens, it's good to have cash on hand. Yeah, but there's, 
Well, how many $400,000 emergencies there are? To think of a $400,000 emergency. Yeah, you're going to fight me on this one. <laughs> think about this. You ever yeah. had a $400,000? I've never had a $400,000 emergency. Or I need, I got to like, I got to pull this money right now. Right now. But man, if I had $400,000, it would make me a lot of money though. How so? What would you do? Oh God, it's some place. It's some place. It's some place. Give me yeah. one. It's some place. Uh, if I had 400 in cash right now, I'm going to go to my go-tos though. It's real estate and trucking. Yep. Yeah. You're putting the money in real estate, bro. Yeah. Oh, but you're saying this is a property that you, don't, you haven't already acquired. Right. Mm-hmm. This is buying something fresh. Okay. Right. It's going to make me some money. Okay. All right. Herman, you win. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> My job here is done, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was good, man. Well, thank you so much, man. I, I, I appreciate you coming by the show. Absolutely. I appreciate you this having was, me on this platform. This is mind-bending. Okay. I wanted, you make, I wanted to make you think a little bit different. Can I tell you a story real quick? Awesome. So I love your platform like a lot, right? Thank you. And um, I was like, man, I, I, want, I want to be on there because if I make it on there, I made it, right? <laughs> and I was like... I thought it was like Oprah where you automatically... You know, right, right. It's just it's a feeling, right? I was like, I'm not going to make it on there, right? <laughs> and then um, I was like, you know what? I'm going a, I'm to a start my own or whatever. So I started my own podcast. Congratulations. And my, my first podcast, I interviewed myself or whatever, had guests on. So, and then I saw you talk about it. He's like, yo, start a podcast. I was like, I did. <laughs> so this is dope heart. that I'm on here with you. It's called the Execute Podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what are we talking about on the podcast? Um, so entrepreneurship looks really sweet, mm-hmm. right? Instagram makes it look like, yeah. amazing. Um, so I left my nine to five to work um, 20 hour days. So, and there's a journey behind that through people who have actually done it. So I like to hear their stories so of that are beyond Instagram. Like, you know, what's your day to day? Tell tell people how it's how hard this is, your processes, your systems, how you become successful, et cetera. So tell me your journey of your entrepreneurship. So um make it a little bit different. Tell their stories behind. I like it. it. I like it. Good That's stuff. what's up. Good look, stuff. I am um I'm gonna do a quick commercial. All right. And then uh you're gonna tell people how to uh, get in touch with you. You gotta close this out with something deep. Okay. Okay. I mean something you gotta deep. Put a bow on this whole conversation. So I got to okay. do a quick commercial. No this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup. The Morning Meetup is the only organization that gathers every single day, Monday through Friday. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people will be on a virtual call every day live. And I'm on there every day. And I'm teaching entrepreneurship. Good right? stuff. And I'm good at it. You're very good at it. Okay? Yeah. People are, like, making money. People are quitting their jobs because they're in an environment. And maybe it has a little bit to do with me, but I think 98% of the reason people are experiencing success in this community mm-hmm. is because there's a community that's dedicated to the success of the community. I love it. I think if you put people in the right environment, they will become what the environment says it will become. I believe. So if you're... If you hang around a bunch of drug dealers all day, eventually you have an idea to sell a little bit of drugs. Even if you're a plug, like, yo, I got no somebody need yeah. to come. They ain't breaking y'all. You become a drug dealer. Right. If you hang around gossipers all day, eventually you will yes, find sir. yourself talking about somebody that's not there with other people. You are a gossiper. But if you get around success, you become successful. I believe you can become successful by default. I truly believe that. Do you like believe that? What do you like think? That. Yeah, definitely. I'm in the position I am because I was around other people who were successful. Definitely right. It's contagious. It's, it's contagious. It's, yeah. Now, you actually have to do some stuff with information. But mm-hmm. I believe if you're there long enough, 
Mm-hmm. It will force you to do something that will push the envelope for you. Okay. So, there we have it. All right, so look, go to themorningmeetup.com. Join our community. All right, we're, we're going to do away with this whole dollar trial thing because um, we have too many success stories. Too much You have too many receipts. It's too yeah. many. Yeah. I don't got to, like, lure you in for a dollar to see that we're actually we life-changing yeah. organization. Yeah, so go to themorningmeetup.com and enroll, okay? Um, Herman, thank you so much. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself, or what do you see yourself accomplishing? Any big goals that you see yourself knocking out in five years? I want to know what that is because I want to be able to look at this podcast five years from today and say, yo, I remember talking to Herman five years ago. He said he was going to do that. And look, he did it. Got you. Um, So when we did 50 million, right, that wasn't even the goal, right? Mm. I just, CPA calls me, my funders called me, put all the paperwork together and we did 50 million. So I was like, all right, that's cool. So I always... um, um, somebody told me this, just make make it a crazy number, right? If you reach half of it, a quarter of it, that's still a crazy number too. So in five years, I want to say that I did a billion in funding. A billion in a funding? A billion in funding. I think that's a nice number. That's Sounds crazy. I have no idea how I'm going to get to a billion. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to figure it out. A billion in funding. Yeah. That'll be dope for That'll your be community. Dope. It's dope for the community. Good for the branding, too. Yeah, 100%. percent be a good look. But for, like, to be able to pull a billion dollars out of institutions and give it to the people, to your right. access to pe- people, that is, um, that's some, like, game-changing stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to be part of that. Yeah. I definitely want to be part of that. Very lit. Right. Okay. Herm, tell us, everybody, like, how they can get in touch with you. And you got a mentorship, right? I got a mentorship, yeah. Tell us about um, it. Okay, so... Um, again, Herman Dalsey, thank you so much. You can follow me on all the socials, Haitian underscore CEO. Um, and of course, I, I'm so glad you brought me on here. I couldn't come empty handed or whatever. So you brought that, me something? Well, I got you an affiliate. I know that's how we work. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, thank you for having me. So anybody who's listening to the podcast, everything that I teach, all the game that I learn um, in my mentorship, um, we're giving everybody on this on this call on this YouTube. Anybody's listening to my voice, five hundred dollars off Word? if they use the discount code Dave. Can you make it social proof? I can do that for you. Make the code I, social proof. Social proof. All right. Yeah. I'll take, I'll, it's I, not about me. It's about the platform. It's about the giving. platform. The brand. I got you. Social proof. I'll piss off the mayor. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I'll handle the light work. She's the CEO, so she yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, she'll she live. Can make it happen. She'll live. Yeah. And um and the blueprint that we that we've been talking about just at a high level. I heard I ain't really got that right now. Um, if you text the word social proof, I'm going to change it because it was, it was they, right? Oh, yeah. If you text the word social proof to 1-844-955-4770, I'll give you three of my eBooks on how to build your business credit. What? Right. And then now you have a blueprint to make it happen. For free? $9. $9? $9. Almost free. Almost free. That's free. That's basically free. That's about as close to free. I got to pay for the website. Yeah. Oh, you got to pay for the website. For sure. The domain yeah. hosting. Something. Yeah. Something. Man, I appreciate that. Man. Absolutely, I appreciate man. it. I love Absolutely. what you're doing. So look, man, make sure y'all follow Herman. Please, you got to take us out of here, man. Give us some words of wisdom. Um, there's an entrepreneur out there that's saying, yo, all these numbers. Golly, I don't know if I could do it. That's for other people. I know I can. My credit. Man, I don't know if I could do this. You know, it's crazy. Um, I watch your show all the time and I know how you end it. So like, I'm like, oh God. So then you ask the question. I'm like, yeah, it's pressure. I really need to answer this question right now. It's my turn. Um, so 
I'll talk about my father okay. real quick, right? Um, my, my namesake. Um, came from Haiti, bootstrap, all that good stuff, right? And um, he had a major stroke like eight years ago, mm. right? And it, it was a progressive situation, continued to have brain bleed. So um, he's deteriorating over years, right? Slow situation. Now he's total care, right? So we, um, I'm blessed enough. Shout out to Marcus for actually putting me in position to take care of him, right? So I'm able to take care of him right now. But my father used to work for Fred Trump, Donald Trump's father. Oh, wow. Right. And I remember when I was young, he's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, uh, I want to do real estate, right? And he was like, real estate? He's like, you think you have a rich father? Mm. Right? Because he knows Donald, right? And I was like, no, I have a rich father. He's like, no, you can't get into real estate. So, wow. Right. So my father was limited first generation, like I'm first generation. So my father was limited by what he knew, right? He knew the American dream was to come here, get a college education, and you'll be successful, right? That was his blueprint because he just didn't know any better. So you see what my shirt is called? It's, I say it's an auditor circle. My dad was the wrong person to give me advice That's a fact. in that area, right? So people without children can't give me advice on children. Somebody who's not married and never said I do, and that has been on the other side of I do, can't give me advice. So we have to be careful who we're getting advice from, even though it's from people who love us the most, right? So audit your circle in regards to people giving you financial advice, marital advice, entrepreneurial advice. I only want to take advice from people who's been there or at least failed at it. Then I know what to, not to do and what to do. I like that. I like that. Listen, y'all, audit your circle, man. We can't close it out no better than that. Do yourself a favor. Follow Herman. Make sure you text him at the number he said text you at. Well, I'm sure we'll have some links. We'll have some links below. We'll have right? some links. I got you. We'll have some links below. Make sure you text him because this is a very, very important conversation. I think one of the major issues is we don't have funding to build a business. We got great ideas. We're taking no money. Got no money. Let's get this money. Let's teach you how to get the money, man. So look, do yourself a favor. Go follow Herman, okay? And then go get you some social proof. Go build something. Document the process, but come back to your community and teach other people. COVID-19 moves fast. And now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.